Warning, this podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Ross. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And I just caught Lindsay off guard. This is a welcome to a very special episode. I'm sorry, this is a welcome to? This is a welcome to. I am welcoming everyone to our very special episode. Happy, I guess it's almost 2021. Welcome! Welcome to our episode in which we discuss Wonder Woman 1984 or WW84 as the kids are calling it. Okay, so anybody who's calling it that? It's a get, fucktard. Can get fucked. Starting off on a great foot here. I'm just saying, you don't need to abbreviate anything. Words are fine. You can use real words. Wonder Woman 1984. WW84 only saves you a couple syllables. And what are you losing by by making it shorter anyway? The whole point of the movie, which is that it's a Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> it's a Wonder Woman movie. So, yeah. What thoughts? Do we want to just talk about our feelings about Wonder Woman in general? I, like I, I just said to you earlier... I, well, I fell asleep during the first movie, the first time I saw it. I tried to watch it again. I'm pretty Just sure I to fell be asleep clear, again. That wasn't in the theater then? No, the no, 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 okay. no. That was like on my couch. Okay. Watching it. So you and, never finished it? You never went back? Uh, I think I did go back to try to watch it again and just couldn't do it. I, I might not. It was a long fucking movie. The first this one was a long fucking movie. It was, movie. I know. And the, I would I would say the first one was probably it the uh, so I haven't seen I saw it in the theater when it first came out. Haven't seen it since then. I thought it was all right. The first one, I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I really remember walking away from it with was that was a long movie that somehow felt rushed. Because I Damn. remember thinking, why is this movie so long? And yet the the actual like love story and her um, participation in World War II, all of that felt so weirdly rushed and thrown together in a really haphazard way. Was it World War II or World War One? Two, wasn't it? Pretty sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was fighting Nazis. Wonder Woman was first brought out to fight the Nazis. In WW2? In, yes, <laughs> yes, in World War Two, Because she was first developed in 41, I think. She was first developed in a lab. No, I, I mean the comic book. So okay. <laughs> the idea developed. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the, the first movie was way too long. And yet a lot of the story was way too rushed. I do think at the very least this story played out better. Uh, I, I, didn't feel, I enjoyed. It was yeah, an enjoyable like, watch. Like, would I watch it again? No, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. So I, I didn't have that, like, weird dynamic uh, mm-hmm. feeling. But, or duality sort of feeling. But it was still way too long. Yeah, it, it was, still could have been cut. Down. I always find like these kinds of movies tend to be a little bit long because there's this extraneous like I see it too with like 
movies that have musical numbers or where there's some kind of performance aspect because they take extra time on top of like your normal story you've also got to have extra time like in this movie for the fight scenes and in a performance mm. movie for like the performance aspect mm. like in center stage that's a little bit extra long but that's because we got that whole performance in the end which you need you absolutely need and, and frankly you didn't need any of the shitty acting in that entire movie <laughs> they could have just danced. okay let's let's calm down it's not shitty i actually referred to a uh, moment yeah, in is. that movie in a meeting this week with some Someone. There are like two actual actors in that whole movie. <laughs> Everybody else is just a dancer who should stick to dancing. And a cast full of wonderful dancers. Yeah, no, amazing dancers, sure. Right. So this one, I I had to read. Yeah, I had to read the Wonder Woman. I read the Wonder Woman plot from the first movie. Okay. And I couldn't even follow just reading it. You know what? I don't think, if there's anybody out there who hasn't seen the first one, I don't think you need to. I didn't because think you honestly, need to either. No. you come into this and it starts They drop all kind of hints. Yeah, Obviously, it, the, the guy's dead. She's got pictures well, all over apartment. Well, and it starts back with her as a kid and, you know, kind of becoming the premier Amazon, so to speak. The premier Amazon. Number well, one mean, Amazon. Yeah, that's what she was going for as, as a small child. In some kind of but, American Ninja Warrior style Which was great. Wasn't that great? <laughs> so you do get all of that. So I think you already get the basis for where Wonder Woman came from. And then, yeah, they, they do, you know, go through her apartment and you can see all the pictures of Steve. So mm-hmm. you get a feeling that she's obviously longing for someone. And she explains to Barbara that it was, he was a pilot and he's dead. Um, so that when she makes her wish, it seems pretty obvious what she's probably wishing for. Yeah. So I do think you get everything that you needed to get. There wasn't really anything that yeah, it could stand alone. Exactly. And again, I, I did, didn't fall asleep during this one. And probably i think i was more entertained by it than the first one there's a reason why i fell asleep during the first i one. think so too i i do remember thinking that the first one the like all of the background of her growing up how she did where she did um and then when steve first crash lands on their island you know that was kind of all interesting but again all of the war stuff everything that happened once yeah. she went to man's world blah blah it felt it wasn't even that i mean i guess blah blah but it just felt haphazard is like the best word i can think to describe like it. smashed together yeah like you said like super long and then felt really rushed yeah 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 there's definitely a lot of exposition in both like this movie there's just a lot of like introducing characters and figuring out where she is in the moment and just getting used to like this is where we are right now yeah. we're in a place where wonder woman exists and saves people but nobody nobody knows who she is apparently <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Like, so she's been around since WW2 doing good stuff, but everybody's kept it a secret, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just doesn't make the news, it I It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I know. Um, so it's, that's, I think that's a common theme, too, with, like, comic book superhero types that, you know... Some people know about the Spider-Man and some people don't. And he's right. just somebody yeah. who and like... Nobody knows that Bruce Wayne is actually Batman. Right. And nobody knows that Clark Kent is actually Superman. Because those glasses and that suit mm-hmm. do a lot of work to hide Gal- be- or Superman. Gal Gadot. Gal- is that how you say it? Gadot? Or is it Gadot? I thought it was Gadot. Maybe it's Gadot. Okay. We'll just call her Gal. The Gal? Uh fucking unbelievably gorgeous wicked hot so wicked hot if somebody saw her in that ridiculous costume I like the outfit i want to talk about the costume i like we can talk about it. we can talk about it. but if you saw her in that ridiculous thing out in public 
you're gonna remember right that face that and hair, i feel like if you see body. her dressed everything that she wore was gorgeous and perfectly fitted to her so i feel like if you saw her walking down the street in her normal 1984 attire you would also be like would be- what a striking gorgeous woman hubba, hubba. do you know what the last time i remember seeing such a striking visage it was <laughs> this weirdly dressed woman who was saving a child in the mall <laughs> like she'd be found out so can we just take a minute so this was released on hbo max which is why we got to see it from our own homes in the comforter of our own homes on Christmas Day. Correct. I just like want to tell everybody that I spent my Christmas evening watching this movie. Spending like whatever. Two yeah. hours, three hours watching this movie. You're with, welcome world. With the dog for me. With the dog who had been so exhausted from opening gifts was just snoring, snoring. literally on top of me. <laughs> he fell asleep on top of me and just kept snoring Aww, in my face. sweet boy. So yeah. Uh, again, you're welcome. So I watch it on my home television. What is that? Like a 55-inch TV? It's not huge. I enjoy watching movies at home. Mm -hmm. I very rarely do I see a movie and be like, oh, I wish I could have seen that in the theater. Mm -hmm. And I know there was a lot of discussion about that this time around. Like, this is going to be released in the theater and it's going to be released on HBO Max at the same time. Do people feel like this is the kind of movie they need to see in the theater to get Mm -hmm. the most out of it? Do you feel like let down that you didn't get to see it in the theater? No. I think... I think it would be great on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think if you're the kind of person who really sees a huge difference in that, like you enjoy the big screen experience so much, then I would say if you're comfortable going to the theater, yeah, this would be a good one to see in the theater. Um, for me, it doesn't. it's never really mattered that much to me, um, having that seeing things on the big screen like sometimes it's better than at home but I've never I've never been one of those people there are some people who are really staunch about it you yeah know, like you must experience this in the theater no I think I can figure it out if I can't get a good experience out of this on even a small like 15 inch screen then it's just not a good movie you think so yeah 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 that's exactly but what I think there are a lot of these things like the big scenes where like there's the chase scene in this one sure but if that's all that a movie's built on then it, yeah no then I agree not. yes but it does make it a little more fun when you're yeah. in. You can That's really why be I do immersed think, in like the, right. the sound of it and the look of it. And I think the last time I had that experience was when we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We were right up front. And we were I really close. <laughs> we were very close. We were like right there. Like I could see every pore on Brad Pitt's Dude, face. I, Saving Private Ryan sitting in the front oh, row when sick? they were storming the yeah. beaches of Normandy. My friend did get sick. She ran out. Mm-hmm. She actually ran out about it's, five minutes in. I am the most... But then again, I also remember seeing Angela's ashes in the theater from the front row. <laughs> and we had the front row to ourselves so we could lay down. And there was something very... Um, appropriate about that just like laying, laying there and watching laying a really down. fucking depressing movie <laughs> exactly it somehow worked uh cloverfield i am the most motion sick person that i know like i get sick at the drop of a hat oh. and i was fine and jim was like i'm gonna throw up i need to leave yeah and actually i feel good remembering that now because there was that one boat ride where i just spewed vomit everywhere and he was totally fine and you know, payback's a bitch. <laughs> it happens. Um, I do have, um, I don't normally get, well, I don't normally get sick, like, sick to my stomach mm-hmm. from, from motion. Um, but some things, like the the storming of Normandy, you know. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. The same the forever, really, Ryan, Yeah, the really, are... really hectic stuff on video on screen, even on my own home TV. Yeah. It can definitely fuck with my brain. Yeah. Like, it'll make me feel... 
like I'm moving in a weird way or make me really dizzy. Mm-hmm. So I don't normally get sick to my stomach, but it can still really fuck with me to a point where, all right, I'm shutting it down. I can't watch this. I'm, sh- I'm closing my eyes. Yeah. And I can't remember the last movie that I saw in the theater. It might have been Little Women last year mm-hmm. when we went. Um, um, or no, actually 1917. 17. That's right. 1917. You're right. Would have been the last time that. Which I think we said at the time too. 1917. Yes. Um, I do think that was a good one to see in the theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And again, yeah, I think Wonder Woman would be too if you're you're comfortable going to the theater. I saw Uncut Gems at the end of the year too. I was just remembering Mm -hmm. that today. So yeah. um, Well, what do you, I mean, initial thoughts, feelings, like, I, I guess you must have enjoyed watching it, right? I did enjoy it. I thought it was, I think I enjoyed it more than the first one. Um, It's, very comic booky still, you know, and I here here's the thing. I am not a fan of special effects. Even when they're done well, you can still tell. So I think the last thing I saw were the special, like I didn't even what was it the Russo brothers movie that we watched, where I was like, shit, that looked really good. It might have been. Well, I think that's one of the I think reasons. It was Captain America, and that's one of the reasons the why Winter Captain Soldier. America: Winter Soldier. One yeah. of the reasons why I love that movie so much is yeah, there's some special it's, effects. It's very, very hard to tell. It but is the very Russo well brothers, well, the Russo brothers made a point of doing everything they could to avoid using okay. special effects. Mm-hmm. So the fight scenes are real. You know, whatever mm-hmm. they could do with stunt doubles, they would do. I much prefer that. So that, it, and that was one of the reasons why I love that movie so much, mm-hmm. as opposed to it just like the really Hulk good. movies. The reason I don't ever see the, the Hulk, Hulk movies looks is, fake. Yeah. yeah, he's computer generated, and right. does it look good for being computer generated? Sure, but it's still cartoonish. Yeah, and I think I did get a lot of that. So yeah, in the beginning, the kind of Ninja Warrior like course that they're running. That felt pretty real. No. It didn't not, feel real to you? No. no. Like, they're still... The stride is just a little bit too long, and they're uh, flying in just a weird way where... I do feel like... I think they probably did do some of it in reality and then augmented it. I heard that the girl who played her... Played young Diana did all her own stunts. Cool. Yeah, Good that's for her. Um, yeah, I mean, some of it you could tell was, was real, but there was still enough computer generation in there that just make It just makes you notice you know what I mean like it's not that it's so obvious that you're like oh my god that's so fake but it's enough in there Mm -hmm. that it kind of pulls me out so I do wish that there was less of that there you go I the cheetah scenes where she's fighting cheetah that Mm -hmm. looked really fake to me I didn't like that very much at all yeah and um I thought the chase scene where they were in Cairo I thought all of that was really good like kind of classic action Mm -hmm. yeah I liked that a lot I get I gotta tell you my favorite part about this movie is the fucking invisible jet ride. Okay, but but I have I have issues. <laughs> um first of all, you mean to tell me that planes have not changed in 40 years? Oh, I know. Like he can all of a sudden it's, like, it's been 60 years. All of a sudden Well, it's been he, 40 years. He died in like 44, okay, it's 1984. We need, to, we need to resolve this because I think it might be World War 1. Oh, well, maybe it was then. Um, I can tell you in reality, Wonder Woman was created in 41 to fight the Nazis. Um, it may have been. I early thought it was World War Two. Twentieth century London, in nineteen eighteen. So it was World War One in the first War. movie. WW One. So you mean to tell me then? Most assuredly, <laughs> planes have changed right since so then. There's that. So there's also, no that and, plane has fuel in it. Also, they just know how to fly to Cairo. Wait a minute. Also, yes, yes, all of these. Also. <laughs> Why, like, he looks out and he sees 
the the wings of the jet are invisible, invisible but everything the cockpit everything perfectly else, visible. they can see it yes yeah. the cockpit is yeah. completely visible as are they like you would still see I, so, I had to suspend my disbelief a lot, but I still really... God, I liked that me. they... I really liked that that was how they... So I know that Wonder Woman has an invisible, an invisible jet. It was nice to kind of build that into exactly. the story. I liked how they did that. The I... flying through the fireworks is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> They're not even, there's not even any turbulence. <laughs> I know, right? Well, the plane is visible. Oh, is that <laughs> You make it, it invisible. It was... Chris Pine is the only reason I gave any kind of shit about the first movie and yeah. chris pine is the only reason that I, I i shouldn't say that i think that gal did her thing but i do have some comments about like the character in general and her and all that kind of stuff but he is so you wonderful just love him so much he is my absolute favorite chris he is the best chris he's the, the ultimate chris the ridiculous like fashion montage scene yes. which didn't did need to be in there did didn't have, need to be in no, there no, and but it yet was perfect was great it was great just for the America-themed fanny pack. <laughs> All of the fanny packs. So amazing. I really like. And it's just because him. It's just him. I yeah. really liked the parachute pants look. I thought that was a good look on Is everybody him. jumping out of planes? And, and she liked the scarf look? No. No. Ew. But I did like how they brought that back with the guy. With the, the other end. guy? Yeah. Um, my, I mean, it was the 80s. That's so. my, that guy, I can't think of his name right now, is my boyfriend. That's your boyfriend? From a lot of shows. I recognize North him. North Shore. Life Unexpected. Okay. Um, his name is Christopher Palaha. Palaha. I can't pronounce Palaha. his last name. He's beautiful. He's tall. But you got nothing to say about Pedro Pascal. Okay. I love that guy too. I do. But okay. he's not as attractive as this other guy so to me. So I, and, and it's so funny. I, six I'm foot not, three, that guy. Six foot three. Fuck. Yeah. He's a big dude. And, and Gal Gadot. Or yeah. whatever the fuck her name is, is a tall person too. I do not think you know that Chris Pine is that tall, but they made it seem like I he was a tall like six foot. I don't. Yeah. Okay, hold on. That's so, my guess. Gal is. Do you want to take a stab at her height? Uh, I don't know. Five eleven. Says she is five ten. Very nice. All right. Very nice. Now, Chris Pine. I'm gonna guess. I'm say six six one. I'm gonna guess he's under six feet. Why would you say that? He's six feet. And a half inches. I say six six one. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know my I know my height. Right. So, but in the movie, he basically looks the same. They're all like the same height, basically, is how it felt to me. But I know for a fact because that- she was wearing fucking heels, and I have a problem. Oh, we need to talk about the the fucking heels. We need to talk about the heels because she was running all fucking over the place in those goddamn spike heels. Why the fuck? Why? Okay, you want to talk about her costume? First of all, the wedges. The wedges were wonderful. What do you mean the wedges are wonderful? That you do not fight crime in heels. I this is the problem I had with I the Black the, Widow too. They were wedges, not heels. It's stupid. Do they? <laughs> do the heels of your feet get propelled into the air by something like it a been, block or it, a I spike? I think it would have been a better look if it was like a sandal. I felt like that would have been more fitting. That's what she would have worn from her island, correct? But I liked the shin guard situation. Um, and so, I- okay. <laughs> sure. The shin guards, I'm sure they were really helpful. Um, otherwise, completely impractical. All, the only thing that that armor helped with were literally her shins, her wrist bones, her boobs, her, boobs her ribs. That's it. It didn't even cover her fucking ass. But she's, You could shoot Wonder Woman in the ass. But, she, you, but she's like, but she can't she's, be killed, but right? She's, but, she's, but she's... She can't be killed, though. She can be killed. Nah. She can be. Yeah. Nah. Okay. One of my biggest... She confu- has powers and stuff. One of my she's... biggest confusions in the movie, 
So there's the whole wish-making thing, which we need to talk about. So she makes this wish, and then later on you find out if you make the wish, a thing that you greatly possess is going to be taken from you and mm-hmm. payment for Yeah, so for her, wish. she started to lose so her powers. So she started to lose her powers. I was confused. I thought, one, I'm watching the chase scene, and it's seemingly like she's kind of struggling. And I'm like, oh, man, DC superheroes are just more human than Marvel superheroes. I was like, this is great. Like, they're more like, that, you know, they can no. be hurt. And then, no. and then I realized, no, she's actually losing her powers. Okay, now I know. And then, but then I was like, well, maybe she's losing them because Kristen Wiig's character, Barb Minerva, mm-hmm. is getting powers. Like, they're getting sucked away over to Barb. No. But then later on, it's like, no, no, it's the wish. And yeah. I'm just like, why, the, why does it have to be so confusing? Why does this have to be a mystery? Like, ah, uh, I was really frustrated by it. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't, I guess I didn't uh, have that. <sighs> But yeah, I really, really liked all of her outfits, and I really, really liked her. Um... How does she keep finding them though? Like she's at his apartment, and they're going through his clothes, and she somehow figures out a way to find something that fits her perfectly. She's like a man's they like button down basically and... crash land somewhere in Egypt, and she, she finds was wearing like a pilot's some... like a one piece that she found deal. like at a shop there. That fits <laughs> I know her she perfectly. probably figured she found it in wherever airfield they landed on <laughs> in Cairo. They weren't even in Cairo at that point. They were like in the middle of nowhere. I don't fucking know. But yeah, she looked good in all of it. But it was the outfit after they left his apartment where they went to break in to... No, it was when they went to break into the black gold place because they realized that what's-his-face, the Pedro Pascal character, what Mm -hmm. was his name? That he, Max something, I think. Yeah, Max. That he was up to no good and they broke in. And she's like running and she's wearing... She's dressed like a man, but she's still wearing these ridiculous heels yeah. and running around in them. The only thing I will say about the heels is I, I liked that when Barbara got her powers, the first thing that she noticed was she could all of a sudden walk in heels. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of liked that kind of throwback. Well, I don't know if it's a throwback necessarily, but that kind of uh, attention to detail, I guess, of, well, we recognize that it's hard to walk in heels, but it's not actually hard for somebody who possesses these powers. Okay. The problem I have is that that shouldn't be a fucking power. It makes me livid that in order to have a badass woman, you still have to put her in heels and you still have to show off her ass and you still have to have her legs and arms bare. It makes me fucking crazy. Every single, it just, I, and I said this about the original, the original movie that, uh, there's not an ounce of muscle on her. Mm. I, it's not fair to say there's not an ounce of muscle on her. Like, yeah. I know that I she worked she's out and she more put on... lean, right? She's a taller woman and... She is extraordinarily slim. Yeah. I'm not going to say that she's... Person. She's not like a stick person or anything. Mm-hmm. She looks healthy. I get that. But why... Why does every... Because Kristen Wiig is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. She's tall. Very skinny. She's slim. I read in the trivia that they had offered the role to Emma Stone. Also tall, a stick. slim... This is what a woman has to be. And especially when you're talking about a woman who is supposed to be strong. Mm-hmm. Really strong. They have that whole scene in there where she's able to lift weights. And she's Kristen Wiig. And yeah. she's lifting the weights. And you can't even see any muscles on her arms. And I understand. Mm-hmm. I, like, I get it that it's, it's supposed magic. to be, yeah. yeah, sort of imbued within her. It's magic, whatever. 
why couldn't the magic have has been her body transforming? Like you, in Captain America, mm-hmm. they didn't take small Steve, the original Captain America. Right. They didn't take small Steve and, and give him, him super strength in the body of this right. tiny person. He actually looks like But if he a was beefcake. a woman, they damn well would have. Yeah. If he was a woman, they would have said, we're not going to actually give her muscles and make her look like she's fit. Mm-hmm. She's still going to be this slim, attractive, you know, sure, she's an Amazon, so she's tall as well. Mm-hmm. And you know what else she's going to do? she's going to be able to walk in heels so she can walk around in her heels all the time she's going to have beautiful long flowing hair even Kristen wig her character barbara even barbara took the time out of her day to go get hair extensions mm-hmm. before turning yeah, into what a was real up? Barbara's, hair. barbara's hair got weird it looked okay in the beginning it was just like a normal curly i think she was haircut. just really embracing the 80s and then but... it looked really weird in that party scene like almost like a wig and then when she beats the crap out of that guy in the street it kind of looked like a wig again I didn't know there it was looking like a wig. The, I just there were moments in that scene where she beats the crap out of the guy. Where sometimes it looked like her real hair, and other times it looked, didn't look like her real hair. But anyway, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I just it brings me back to when we were talking about whether we should watch this movie. And I was like, yeah, you were like, yeah, we should watch it, and we can talk about women and shit. So let's keep talking about women and shit. I it, it I just find it really troubling that. A woman can be strong and powerful, but only if she still looks like a traditional, really slim woman. And I do see that. There are, I want to look strong. I want to have muscles on my body. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's very disconcerting to be told by movies and television and modeling agencies who won't even hire women. Commercials, everything. Exactly. It's very disconcerting to be told that you can be whatever you want to be. And we'll even applaud you being strong, but you're not pretty. You're not beautiful. This but, is not beautiful. But if you're a guy, you can have a dad bod and it's a win. Sure. Everybody yeah. loves a fat fucking Ben Affleck. Smoking I, underneath And not his everybody mask. does. I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the thing. I was talking to somebody about this. But I think that's also the point, too, is not everybody does love mm-hmm. a certain type of male physique. Right. And that's okay. But we're fed the idea that everybody does love a certain right. type of female exactly. physique. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine who's trying to be an actor, and he was he's, like, worried about, like... How, when I, he's gonna keep aging and he might not be able to do stuff because he doesn't look and I was like dude the older you get your stock is gonna go up you're a dude for ladies it's like the opposite like if I get older and flabby and wrinkly and gray yeah people, I don't know if it's, it's fair to say his stock will go up but it sure shit isn't gonna plummet it's not like gonna plummet I would argue like looking at I just love those articles where it's like here they were when they were 20 and here they are now and like George Clooney looks so much better now than he ever did when he was 20 yeah there are definitely yeah people like that but yeah. it, it doesn't even and I, that's definitely true of of women sure but aside from the age thing too because you know what Kristen Wiig is older mm-hmm. and she still yeah, looks great she looks great um but she still is that idealized version of what a woman and especially in this particular uh superhero movie Mm -hmm. that all of these women have to look a certain way so you can look at marvel and see that you know we have elizabeth olsen who is tall and Mm -hmm. slender not quite as slim as these guys she has more of a girl next door yeah yeah yeah. i mean she's not exactly she's not quite as slim as them she's right but then you also at the same time have um scarlett johansson who Mm -hmm. is short and curvy and beautiful in her own way and do i still wish that Black Widow in particular, I feel like should have some muscle on her for what she does. So do I still wish that there was more of the really athletic body type um, portrayed with women? Yeah, I think that would be great. But at least there are some differences and they show some other kinds of physiques Mm -hmm. in the Marvel universe. And in DC, it's 
Superman, Henry Cable. <laughs> Fucking look at Henry Cable. Uh, Aquaman, which granted I haven't actually seen the movie, but uh, Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Fucking look at Jason Momoa. Like those are the, you know, the two guys who look like real men and they look like real strong men. Mm-hmm. And then we have the woman who should look like a real strong woman because she is arguably stronger than them or on par. I think I think Wonder Woman is supposed to be kind of on par with Superman. I think so, yeah. Um, but she looks still like this, you know, dainty thing right not necessarily well, dainty because she's like, an amazon she's, she's tall she's long, but she doesn't yeah. have them she doesn't have any muscles on her body even right. though superman can be covered with them you know so they have this really kind of stylized version of what they like i just feel like it's very i feel like it's very dated and frankly a bit hurtful and harmful mm-hmm. if, if i'm being honest i disliked so we have Kristen wig playing this kind of dorky gemologist type like i she's a scientist in many many degrees i'm sure mm-hmm. And she's just ignored by everyone. It's the nerdy girl trope that nobody notices yeah. her. And she she's clumsy and um, she wears glasses. Except and her, she's her not. Are frumpy. Like, she's clumsy because she can't really walk in heels. I can't walk in heels. Mm-hmm. You have offended me, sir. <laughs> right. But so she's, it's this trope of like, you're awkward, you're weird. You, right. You know, you don't look the part. The guys ignore her. And they have like she doesn't want to be herself she wants to be whatever Mm -hmm. diana is she recognizes that diana is special and that everybody looks at her and thinks you know she's beautiful and she she's even says Mm -hmm. she wants to be strong like her and special she's like i want to be like diana and i i hate that and i and i also hate and i know that that's the story of this crystal right this wish thing that you it gives you what you want and then it takes away something else that you have and Diana gets the chance to point that out to her in the end. You know, you mm-hmm. all of your warmth and everything, all of that other stuff is gone. But I just, I hate that trope of like the nerdy girl, like sen- like the, you see it in all the movies. Like they take off their glasses and take their hair down, and yep. boom, they're yep. hot. And that's kind of what I mean. We were sure, getting she had to put Kristen. on a little eyeliner too. Yeah. But other, yeah. otherwise, but that's what we were getting from her. Oh yeah, like it, yeah. it was gross. Like I. I know that it was part, like, part of the plot, and, like, she wants, she becomes, then she becomes Cheetah. I don't understand the whole Cheetah thing, but whatever. Um, it just, I don't know. It bothered me. Like, for a movie that's supposed to be, like, the Amazons in the beginning, when you see that they're kind of helping along the next generation of women in their tribe, mm-hmm. right? They're, like, having these competitions, and they're teaching them lessons. Like, Diana gets the lesson of, like, the truth is real, you cheated, like, how important that is. Yeah. I love that she's, like... But I would have won. And I'm sitting there screaming at the television. It's not winning if you cheated. <laughs> right. On. I was like, it's just a shortcut. Certainly this is part of the game, but apparently it wasn't. Um, so, <laughs> You're a cheater like her. You would have well, been like, like, how can what? I get that? It was right there. Um, I didn't realize that they put that there on purpose, like, so that somebody could cheat. Oh, like, I, it's I like, don't even know if they did or if they just, maybe they did. I, I guess know. she did say you took the shortcut. She so did take the shortcut. They knew. Um. That they're helping these next generation of women along. And then you see her out in the world and she's a powerful woman. And, you know, she's helping people. And she's so still caring. Like, you've talked about this in, like, movies where action stuff happens and people get hurt and they die. And they take such care in this movie to show how Wonder Woman protects people and doesn't just kill them. She doesn't yeah. want to kill. Like, she's trying to save people and help them. That's Even a, the bad guys. And that's a Wonder Woman trope from the get-go. Um, right. So was if, it, I think, Marlo, the guy who invented her her first mm. rotor that was he his initial that. plan was yeah she's gonna be powerful sure but so she can fight of course mm-hmm. yes. but she's gonna come into this world thinking because she didn't know the mm-hmm. world of men initially right. she was raised by women who 
did believe in love and caring and kindness and knew how to fight, but wanted to do everything they could mm-hmm. that way. So I was I was glad that they put that That's still in. there. And yeah. then she comes from this this group of women who care about the truth and they care about what's right. And I really, really love that. And I love seeing her. And, and like, you see the little girl seeing her in the mall and she's like smiling and she's like, it's our secret. Don't say anything. And I just, there's, she's a, she's a superhero I can get behind, I guess. I really, really appreciated all of that about her. And I haven't seen the newer Batmans and the newer Superman. So I've never seen Cable do his thing and I've never seen whoever's playing Bruce Wayne now doing his thing. <laughs> Is it Ben Affleck? I don't fucking know. It was in Justice League. I, I still haven't seen Justice League either. Yeah, so so I, I saw know. the first two Supermans or three? Two? I don't okay. even remember how many there were. But the first couple of Henry Cable ones. So yeah, so I don't know what kind of superheroes they are like, but I really appreciated that care for human life. And I guess... It felt like they were trying to go against all these other things that you see in these other superhero movies um, with her and the way that she treats people and how she thinks about things. And she's obviously thinking about collateral right. damage and, and in I a way was, that, yeah, I a would, lot of action movies in general right, don't take into it. And I'd argue, too, that they are going against the, the two women in the movie initially are friends. Like, they make friends. And mm-hmm. Diana, she sees, like, Diana is special. She sees. Barb and she, or Barbara or whatever the fuck she sees her and helps her and, and they become friends and um I liked that and so I don't I just hate it I didn't I guess part of me just didn't understand Kristen Wiig's motivations like you see her kind of get brushed off by some guys and then all of a sudden I'm supposed to believe that she just I so I, I definitely understood that because I think that that's something that women it's it's a an interesting kind of irony I think I think that is something that women struggle with anybody struggles with feeling lesser I shouldn't mm-hmm. say just women but I, I do think a lot of women you know you see somebody like Gal Gadot mm-hmm. Gadot whatever. whatever Gal Gal you see somebody like Gal and you're like holy fuck she is beautiful mm-hmm. and gorgeous and must not have a care in the world you know I'm sure that people just hand things to her mm-hmm. and and in a sense some of that I'm sure is true that she has probably had rolls handed to her or that kind of thing just because of the way she looks doesn't mean she doesn't have to still work hard doesn't mean it's and, not still a struggle right and she makes that point in the movie she makes that point to barbara like you know you don't you don't, you don't actually know, what, know my life right. or you what don't I've, know what you don't know what this means it's not what you think it is exactly yeah. right but, but I, I still don't get I it. I do think we've all had that thought of seeing somebody like that and thinking oh, wouldn't my life be so much better and easier if i could be like her i could and and yeah so what they put into this movie was a couple of guys ignoring Barbara mm-hmm. and kind of laughing at her when she's clumsy and spills her stuff. But I did, like, the way that she pops back up after um, Diana helps her gather her papers and mm-hmm. her immediate thing is like, do you want to get lunch anytime? Do you ever want to just hang out? And then when they are talking, she actually says, thank you for just talking to mm-hmm. me. So I definitely think that you do get the idea that this is somebody who I imagine for her whole life has just been awkward she's She's definitely yeah she's been overlooked and yeah i think some of it is that tropey you know she's wearing glasses so she's obviously the nerdy girl Mm -hmm. but i also feel like and this might be i think this is probably something that you get from Kristen wig and her playing the Mm -hmm. role you get the feeling that this barbara chick is probably pretty annoying like she is awkward and weird you know the way that she's just like when the guy walks past her, and I don't remember what his name is, but she keeps calling his name, and even after he walks away, she's like, yeah, hey, well, okay. Like, she's still talking after yeah. him, and she does seem like the kind of person who I think most people in her life probably thought, this chick is weird, I don't want to, 
male, female, kids, adults probably were all just kind of weirded out by her and she's awkward and, you know, isn't yeah, super maybe. pretty. So I can understand her thinking, I, I wish I was cool and pretty and special and confident and all of these things that she's probably spent her whole life thinking she isn't. But then she has lunch with Diana and Diana's like, you're so great. Like she tells her she's funny and warm. And- oh, yeah. And she's going to believe it. Would you ever believe it? No, I know. I guess guess what I'm saying is, yeah, she's like awkward and a dork, but I don't think it's like she's annoying. I sincerely, I think that was just. I got from her a sense that I thought that maybe she was a little annoying. Like, sure, that was me thinking that. But I definitely did get the sense from her that she knew. Mm -hmm. She, She knew that people just didn't like her. Yeah. I mean, you don't I, you don't thank somebody for just plain talking to that's you true. unless and that's a real issue in your life. I think life. the next step too in her evolution or this character's evolution is that she meets up it's Maxwell Lord is his name, Pedro's Pedro Pascal's uh, character. And he's just laying it on really heavy and I know he's only doing it because he wants to get that stone. I mean, she looked a little hot by then. I think yes, there was some of that, but he also really wanted the stone. Like yeah. that was his main focus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I hated how and I, it's real. It's it's a thing that happens. Girls who've never had any attention mm-hmm. get attention and suddenly they turn into just disasters of people. Like, they will do anything. They will, yeah. like, they just, lo- like, the attention is, I've had You no, let them new, steal some kind of wish stone. I know. Like, I knew, I had friends who went to college or I had friends in college who, you know, you're the, the nerd in your small high school and then suddenly you're in college and guys are paying attention to you and you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah. You just, you just lose your shit. Yeah. So like it or hate it, I think that was. It was real. Real. But I hate it. I oh, no, no, no. So that's much. fine. Yeah. But I, I'm totally fine with them portraying something that I do think most people can identify yeah. with, too. It just really, I think the it part really, that, really hurt me, I guess. Like, to see that. The problem that I have with that whole. person who's smart and funny and kind, um, to see that they went from that to then becoming this like awful thing and she doesn't get any sort of redemption arc nope first of all i don't understand how she didn't die being electrocuted like that that doesn't make any sense kitty got scruffed and then kitty got drowned yeah so kitty should be dead i know i loved it when she got scruffed as it turns out kitty's still somehow alive whatever but she's still there's there's no redemption there it's not as though at some point she actually truly realized um, so no, they half asked because Pedro Pascal that, got the full treatment. The the problem that I have with that character, which I do think is all of that is is kind of believable. I, I think the biggest issue I have is everything that she thought about Diana is a hundred percent right. That Diana is beautiful and, and strong and, and special and powerful and. She is also the only person who truly understands what being a good person is or, you know, what what you've lost. She's the only person who gets to have that kind of moral compass that everyone else lacks. And wouldn't it have been interesting to have this character who was kind and sweet and and um, smart and everything from the beginning, wouldn't it have been great for her to see the error of her ways and and have that kind of redemption as opposed to just having Diana Prince being perfect all along. Mm-hmm. And I think as a viewer or even I'm not necessarily a Wonder Woman fan, but as a fan, mm-hmm. I think that would have been it's always better to have and this is why I think people like to fight for the underdog. It's always better to have imperfections in the characters that we 
that we love mm-hmm. because it does oh it makes them more real it makes it's, them more real them you out. can identify with them a little bit yeah. better and it, it makes it so that you're not just craving to be like them but you understand them and I feel like at the end of all of this I don't feel not that it's not that Wonder Woman wasn't human at all like she had to say goodbye to her love that was really sad it's hard for her to do the things she had to do but really by and large she was perfect throughout she is and I the only real personality it sucks because I want to like Wonder Woman and I think that the gal gal I'm not gonna say her last name because I'm gonna butcher it is I think she's a pretty good actor that only time I felt like I got any personality out of her was when she was struggling with the decision to renounce her wish and mm-hmm. send Steve that back. That was the part I was talking to mostly. It yeah. felt like, I, I even wrote it down, like, does Wonder Woman have a personality? Which brought me back then to the way that she looks and like, oh, mm-hmm. well, if beautiful women are beautiful, they don't need to have a personality because they're just beautiful and tough and strong and she's a superhero. That's a personality. She's a superhero. Whereas the hot, the the nerdy, dorky girl could have more personality yeah. and in more struggle, I guess. I don't know. You know what's interesting about that too is the when they have that early dinner and they're sitting there and talking and laughing and at some point Diana turns to Barbara and she says like all those really nice things where she says, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're I, so warm and funny. I yeah. Last, last and she, she said something like, I wish I could have that or something mm-hmm. like that. And it felt really weird to me because I didn't know that you had that issue, Diana. Like, you seem fine. I didn't realize that this was something that you would be craving. Because she does Mm -hmm. talk to people and she's personable and she might not be super outgoing, but you, the way they portray that is she's heartbroken living in a world where she's alone. Mm -hmm. It's not that she doesn't know how to interact with people. So I didn't even get from her that she had any of these struggles. They just put it in as lines of dialogue that it left me feeling, it left me feeling like either. Diana is kind of, you know, disingenuous here and is just trying to be nice mm-hmm. and give her compliments. Right. Or I was led astray at some point. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's interesting because she comes from this, this these, these strong Amazon women, right, who are just tough, but they're also, like, a, they've got big hearts and they they care about each other and they care about protecting people and she wouldn't be doing what she was doing if it weren't for that. But she's, like, also, like, she's the god killer, right? She was created. Like, is her father a god? Is that what it is? I think that's how she has the power to make the jet invisible. Initially, no. But then in some of the rewrites later in the comic books, right. she I was. Think, so I, think, I don't remember with, like, the first movie if they said. I don't remember yeah, that. I think that it's that she's the god killer, right? Because she fights Ares at the end. And then and then that's, like, they tell her the sword's the god killer. But the truth is she's really her, the god killer, yeah. right? Um, so she's this really powerful person and comes from but but still from a place of people with a big heart big heart and I think you get that from her a lot and I think it is that yeah the humanity piece of it is somehow missing with her something and I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. like a personality thing or humanity thing or and maybe that's that happens with someone who's essentially immortal I'm guessing in a way because I think it's the imperfections as we're talking through all of this I feel like that's a big part of what's missing is what about her is imperfect that she struggles with bad breath in the morning her pores suck does she have bad breath they started making out in the morning and he was eating pop tarts and shit but he didn't say anything about her breath bless him for eating those pop tarts I love it I love it (laughs) yeah I you know it's just Again, I want to really like this woman who, who is a strong, in this world of comic book characters, she's tough, 
she's got like she's kind of like my Steve Rogers. Like she's like my female Steve Rogers. She's like she that. She could be. She totally is that. She's like all about justice and the right thing mm-hmm. and I'm I get behind it 100%. But if you look at at least the way the MCU has made Steve Rogers He's got a lot of flaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of flaws. Like the whole, and that's like, virgin anything. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But he, he definitely has made some bad oh, choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he is very stubborn and I think mm. believes too much in certain things and, and doesn't always. Too, too idealistic, maybe. Uh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. And also sometimes too trusting in mm. certain ways and not at all trusting. In other ways, I mean, there are, depending on the, the movie and the issues that he's dealt with, there are always, there are things about him that are problems that are, mm. you know, whether they're character, I don't even think of them as character flaws. I mm. think it's a well-rounded character. Yeah. And I don't know what she has. I, I don't know. I don't it, know what she has that would be considered kind of flawed. I, like, what poor decisions does she make? I don't know. None. I, 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 no, she made only, a wish not only, knowing. And, she, but, and then she doesn't want, she wants to hang on to the wish. So there is a little bit of moment of her being like, we can figure this out. We but don't. really, yeah, I don't blame her for trying to no, figure it right, out. right, exactly. And once they figure out, they can't figure it then out. She just, does she need a little bit of a push from Steve? Does she need for him to say, like, it's okay if you kill me, basically. Right. <laughs> sure. Right. But otherwise. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder, too. I, I haven't seen enough of any of these movies to know. Yeah. Maybe you could say, like, maybe the DC characters just aren't fully fleshed out, fully realized, and but as think, compared to the Marvel. I don't think so at all. I, I, yeah. I, I think, think that's, that's definitely. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And granted, like I said, I haven't seen Justice League. It didn't get good reviews. I didn't really care about it. Um, and I'm talking about the, the iteration of mm-hmm. them now. Um, right. Because, uh... Michael so like Keaton's the Batman was my jam, yeah. Or Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight's filled with character flaws. Right. Yeah, like he's a real person, yep. you yep. know. So absolutely, yeah. Those. And the Joker is always a good one. Yeah. So maybe it's just these newer ones. It's I. I have a real beef with Zack Snyder. I know. And he started it with the Superman, but yeah, if you look at that Superman, I don't know that you can say that there are zero character flaws necessarily, but he is portrayed as a god figure. Mm. Um, oh, Zack. Well, <laughs> Zach may well think that he's some sort of god figure. That I don't know. But I he think definitely, other people think he is. He definitely portrays Superman as one. Yeah. Um, and I can see why to an extent, but uh, it makes him a far less interesting character right. in my mind. I felt like... Whereas somebody like, like a Tony Stark, who yeah. is kind of a shithead, mm-hmm. and then you turn him into a hero, that is something that I can actually get behind. I can root mm-hmm. for the character. You want to kind of... There's a reason why people love villains so much, right. too. We don't love to get behind people who make others suffer but we do love a good redemption story we do get into people who have those same kind of flaws or uh bad desires that we have you maxwell know? lord character pedro pascal's character in this movie got the full treatment you yeah. see him from zero to 60 like you get to see all of it and back it's and he does such a good job he's I haven't seen The Mandalorian, but I think that's probably the thing he's going to be most well known for. If I mean, who knows? Uh, he's all like, he's what's he's, his face in Game of Thrones, dude? Narcos. Oh, he's in Narcos. That's right. Yeah. Is he Manuel Narcos? <laughs> <laughs> is he the Narcos? <laughs> is he the Narcos? He is the DEA agent Pena. Really? Yeah. Huh. So all three seasons, the so, third season so is primarily good, I'm him. Assuming. He's great. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Um, I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet. I'm gonna start in on it. So my plan. You was to Disney wait Plus? on Disney. I haven't yet because I need to. I haven't my got whole plan, either, but I want to see the Mandalorian. Yeah, my whole plan on Disney Plus was all along, kind of. You know, I'm a Marvel girl. Mm-hmm. I was kind of waiting for the Marvel shows. I we feel got like... the first one coming in January anyway. 
I've heard all along that the Mandalorian is great, I and I believe it, and I'm I do ready love to take him. The emotional journey, of exactly. I'm Baby Yoda and Mando, and right? The whole so thing. I think yeah. I, I'll probably end up getting it within the next couple of weeks. I'll want to watch, obviously, the the Wandavision, but I, the Mandalorian is going to be one of the first things I watch too. Yeah. So yeah, but I still have four episodes of Narcos left, I think. <laughs> and no, he's he is amazing. I will say, it's funny to me because it's 2020. Possibly 2021 by the time people are listening to this. Right. Um, Mustaches, not necessarily considered to be fashionable nowadays. Mm -hmm. However, seeing seeing Pedro Pascal without a mustache was weird. Was it's very startling. I dislike. (laughs) And yeah, I don't. He he did not look good in this movie. No, I'm not talking about like the part where he like his his health starts to fail. No, no, yeah, haircut was bad. He needs facial hair. The haircut was perfect 80s though. I loved it. It was like like he looked weird, chubby. It was like weird frosted haircut. Yeah, yeah, he looked kind of chubby in the face. I just didn't. No. So I think it's safe to say that he is very possibly the only man outside of. you know, Magnum P.I. Uh, <laughs> Who just the mustache has to be there. Yeah, you just... You he, can't Not you only can't should it, it be there, but you can rock it. <laughs> like, there are dudes who maybe it needs to be there because they have funny looking faces or something, but they don't look good mouth. with it. Yeah, but the, he, he can rock it. He's good. He's good with it. He's, He's going to end up being just like... What's his what's his face? Uh, Magnum P.I. The fuck's his name? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. He's going to end up being just like Tom Selleck then, where he's going to be 120 years old, <laughs> but still have having to... And having to dye his hair to match the mustache as well. <laughs> like, Or he probably dyes his mustache as well. He is... Yeah. He was wonderful in this movie. And his character, I, I really appreciate... Yeah, agree. Too long of a movie. There was lots of shit in there. I feel like that could have been done, could have been done with him that... We didn't need as much. It was very. It felt very heavy-handed. Oh uh, yeah. I so I think from the very beginning too, you get a lot of of uh, heavy-handed stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the whole mall scene. Yeah. Felt very much. Oh, like, or the the robbery. Yeah. I loved the. I loved. I loved the one guy who the cops show up and he's like, and oh no, the gun falls out and the lady's like, it's a gun and everybody scatters and one of them decides that he's just gonna nonchalantly lean against this railing and pretend like he's just a mall goer uh-huh. and i'm like you wouldn't be running away from the gun too dumbass like they're just this, the, but the, the best part too is then the guy runs past him and he goes they're on to us or something <laughs> like that like you just fucking blew my cover man i would have been fine but him him grabbing onto the little girl and dangling her over the side and going i'm not going back i'm not going back <laughs> it, was, it was so it was like so kind of kitschy and yeah cheesy <laughs> it and... felt very 80s i enjoyed it it, it was it, it felt it felt yeah. like a comic book to me <laughs> And oh, I will yeah, say, like, no, that's, that's really it's kind of fun. You know, I could see that storyboarded in mm-hmm. a comic book way. Um, there again, like, that's the reason why I've, I've said it before that I love, like, Winter Soldier and mm. stuff because it's really more of a spy thriller action movie than it is right. a comic book movie. So I lean more towards that side. But the comic book side is still fun. And that, it felt heavy handed in the sense of, like, we're really gonna, you know, push home that there are these villains and then she's this wonderful superhero who comes in and rescues the girl <laughs> and, you know, saves the day. And but, uses her headband to, like, knock out all the security cameras. Right. Which is, so now I know why nobody knows that she's real. Yeah. But we haven't made it to the, the era of the cell phone yet. Well, I'm pretty sure Justice League is modern day. So I wonder, I don't know. By the time Justice League comes around, because I feel like I'm making shit up at this point. I haven't seen Justice League. But I feel like people knew at that point who Superman was. So they They probably know who all of them. Yeah. Or knew. Well, I mean, knew of this superhero, Mm -hmm. this alien superhero, at least. 
so did you like the storyline of like the the citrine i like that they made fun of that stone thank you for making fun <laughs> of the <laughs> shitty stone who do they think they were kidding that's it's gross it's it kind of is gross um can i share something with you <laughs> Fuck off. Yes. No, what? I, uh, so I, I've, I have had this discussion with my therapist before. Okay. There are, <laughs> I, uh, I have OCD. There are mantras that I have that I use when certain words or phrases make me uncomfortable. Okay. So it's all internal. Like you might say a word that you don't even have a clue makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. in any way. And, and then, then mantras. mantras go through my head and it's, a, it's very distracting to mm-hmm. live in a world where you're like <laughs> constantly thinking about those things when you're trying to have a conversation. But usually those words are things that um, are in some way make me afraid of like unintended consequences sure wish is one of those words no because i have always thought even as a small child you know like normally people will just say like i wish blah 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 mm-hmm. blah yeah. and for whatever reason even as a small child i've always had the idea that you never know yeah, what'll you happen say that like, out loud. right if that first of all you don't know what the consequences may be of that wish and second of all if you yeah i i'm a firm believer in like the yin and the yang mm-hmm. and you know you give and take you say yes to one thing you have to say no to something else yep. that kind of thing so you might say that you wish for a million dollars and you'll get it but then you'll also get arrested the day after yeah. because obviously you embezzled that right? money or something right so it was really kind of fun for me <laughs> i don't know why i would say fun it was also uh, annoying but <laughs> it's annoying to go through a movie where like so did you just get a lot of good it. practice I guess, yeah. <laughs> There's good practice in uh, good. not saying you know, you mantras all the wish, time. You can watch this movie. Right. But it was interesting that my fear about wishes... is kind of root, comes in this It's in this movie. I mean, yeah. Like, I, like if you're not careful, you're going to turn into a fucking cheetah. Validation <laughs> right there. <laughs> like, I have every right to be concerned. <laughs> like, just... And I would be, it's kind of. The first one was a guy just goes, I want a coffee. Like, that that was it. Yeah. What was his consequence? But he, did you see the joy on his face? He was very happy about that coffee. (laughs) I do, it's funny to me, like I, once we got towards the end of the movie, I was like, well, fuck, I'm the one person who wouldn't have fallen prey to this bullshit. (laughs) He'd be coming up to me and saying like, what do you wish? And I'd be like, well, I don't like to use that word. (laughs) So. I guess my uh, uh, question for you would be that if if you were handed something like that and nobody knew if it would actually work, you're telling me you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't use it. Even if you thought, even if it was like a joke and you're like, oh, well, if I could have anything, I would wish for blah. I have a very deep-seated fear of that for so, no real reason. So no. I, that's I, I, why I don't yeah. want to get my palm read or do a card reading because if it's bad, I'm going to believe it. And if it's good, I'm not going to believe it. So what's the point? Like even if, you know, you, you would wish on a star or something, I might do that, but I would, like I, I list out addendums. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a contract. Yes, exactly. Let me, let me like, write this up. I would like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I'm going to need assurances that it will not affect this it's or like this. It's like making a deal with the devil, really, it's, is right, what it's you're a talking whole, about. It's a whole thing. No, it's exa- I, because I, that's what I'm afraid it is. I'm I'm afraid that... You can't have good without some bad. You have to have right. balance. I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. And I'm too realistic to think this shit that it would ever be real. I actually read a book when I was a kid. It was actually a really fun one where a kid finds a lamp that grants wishes. Mm-hmm. And, the, it, of course, quirks and... Like, uh, 
crazy stuff and she's like one of the girls wishes she could be have an invisible cape another girl wishes she could be taller but then she doesn't stop growing like, that's what i mean by yeah, you have to be careful it's all of those kinds of things um and so then they i can't remember the name of the book it was a lot of fun and like you can't say like uh you, you know you want to live forever because right. chances are you're gonna get cancer and now you're gonna live forever suffering for right, cancer right exactly yeah it was just I think the reason I like the story is because there was that kind of supernatural element to it, that it was this ancient thing. Mm-hmm. And then later on you find out that it had destroyed cultures, mm. which those yeah. cultures really did fall apart. Can so. I ask a question? Of course. What do you think about his wish to he be the, the stone? It was stupid. I why didn't understand you, it at all. Why would you even think? Yeah, like I, I made a note that literally said... What the hell kind of wish is that? Yeah. No, it was super weird. And, and I couldn't figure out if he, he just thought been, his way through it so much I better than the rest it. of us. I think he had... It, so based on... So in the bottom of the box that where the item had been kept was his was mm-hmm. a ticket that said it was supposed to go to him. I think he had been searching for this thing because... Oh, yeah, that was wanted, obvious. Right, yeah, that, yeah. So I think he really had thought it through and decided, I am going to go ahead and do this. And But, but I it, still don't understand why that would be your wish when it happened all i could like he's sitting there kind of like the wind blows right and the mystical shit's happening and i'm like are there crystals forming in his brain what is happening right now <laughs> like, are they gonna come back and he's just I was gonna be waiting stoned. for him to turn into some weird crystal beast thing uh which of course didn't happen and then it got really weird with him like asking people what they would wish. i loved like, that though i loved how they did it i loved weird. that he would just walk up to somebody and like shake their hand and be like <laughs> Don't you wish blah blah blah? <laughs> and they would be like, Yeah, sure, I wish for that. <laughs> and he'd be like, Great. <laughs> and I will take your security detail. <laughs> You're so evil. <laughs> I, I also really like the guy who he just walks out of his office and picks one guy and he's like, Don't you wish that I could have an audience with the president? And he's like, I do. And nothing happens. And he's like, <laughs> Did I already ask for your wish? Did you, yeah. <laughs> Did you wish for a Porsche already? All of you guys with your Porsches. The, when he does get to meet with the president and he's like, What would you wish for? And he's like, Well, more, of course, because it's why the not? 80s also. <laughs> Is, it's right? the fucking more, 80s. more, 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 more. That's what's so funny too, because I'm so caught up in Narcos right now. I'm so in it. And <laughs> so granted, I'm right now. Uh, Escobar has just been killed, so now we're looking at the Cali cartel. So we're now into like the early to mid '90s. So we're a little bit outside of it, but the majority of it is in the '80s. And you know, it's about yeah, it is. It, but it is that same culture of um, I want it all and I want it now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the cocaine culture too. Yep. Like I want to be a high powered stockbroker and go party on the weekends and you know woof a wall street it up and that kind of bullshit but it is funny to be so caught up in that watching pedro pascal like be a dea agent who's fighting against (laughs) it and then i'm watching him because i did actually watch an episode in arcos then after watching wonder (laughs) woman and then watching him be like the problem right here i bet if it was 1984 i bet that dude granted a shit ton of wishes for more cocaine (laughs) Like, I bet so many people he ran into in the street were just like, man, I wish I had a bump right now. <laughs> Your wish is granted? Yeah. In watching it, because it when it was set, actually some of the moments in the movie really, and I don't know if you've seen it, really, really reminded me of Supergirl with Helen Slater. I have seen Supergirl, but not since, I don't know, like 1989. I mean, yeah. I've never seen it when I was a kid, when, but that's about it. She finally makes it to that satellite where he is broadcasting his weird magic out to the rest of the world. And she's trying to to get to him and the wind is blowing really hard and she's fighting against it. There are moments in Supergirl where it's the same kind of thing. She's fighting against this witch, right? And she's like, um, the the wind is blowing and da-da-da-da. And I just, a lot of it, like when she learns 
to fly. Mm. When Wonder Woman learns to fly. That was giving me strong Supergirl vibes too. I love Supergirl. That was... Like, I definitely saw a couple of the Crystal, Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really was just, when I was a kid, thought Supergirl was the coolest. I mean, I remember... I never really liked the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Like, we had to watch them. Because my dad and my brother loved them. So they would be on. But I never really enjoyed them. But... Just speaking of like uh, 80s, and I guess this isn't really a superhero, but 80s kind of sort of superhero magical movies. Fucking Master of the Universe. <laughs> I love that movie I still so don't think much. I've seen it. Oh my God, it is so good. First of all, Courtney Cox, never been better. <laughs> never been better. And to this day, I if I hear a synthesizer, I still think that it's like the key to the master of the universe <laughs> world but it was so perfect because it was the 80s right so they didn't even realize like they thought i think at some point they were even in a band and they had this synthesizer oh thing and they're like playing it but it's actually the key to the rest of the universe or some shit did you it's literally been so it's been so many years since i've seen it but i loved it so much did you watch gem and the holograms no i never watched that either but i did watch the movie when they came out with the movie a couple yeah, years ago it, it was just okay my sister was telling me about something a friend of hers had seen when they were in the, a kid called the last unicorn it's a cartoon mm, stars a bunch of famous people doing the voice work and uh it's like this it's me there's music in it but it's like the last unicorn i don't know we watched the. we were gonna watch it like at thanksgiving huh. and we never got around to it but mm. it's another one of those things i think that 80s kids were just like did you see that movie that 80s that movie? 80s and 90s were 80s more so i guess prime for superhero shit Mm -hmm. too like we also had the which i guess the incredible hulk was 70s into 80s fucking bill bixby man oh so good um there was the flash that i think was late 80s into early 90s and it was live action and i loved it so much um i can't even remember the names of the people who were in it. You would recognize the guy who played the Flash, but I can't remember who he was, but so great. Um, was it Last American Hero? That was the 80s. Um, and then, of course, all the cartoons. Yeah, like we mm-hmm. had a shit ton of cartoons. I got really into the X-Men cartoons. That would have been probably late 80s also. Um, so I think there was a lot of comic booky stuff, which I guess maybe it's not even fair to say that in the 80s like it's always kind of been going on what was it wasn't i don't think it was called beauty and the beast do you remember the show yeah beauty and the beast is that what it was called with linda hamilton with linda hamilton Hamilton. yes hamilton and what was the guy's name that he was in the magnificent seven show after that too um i'm trying to find it because he's he's like a real dude and he looks like a real dude but he's also kind of funny looking He's great in it, though. No, I know this guy. He's in a lot of shit. Yeah, and yeah, I that's what I mean. I can't think of his name, and I feel really bad, but hold on. I'm going to find it. Because that was one I re- Like, all this other stuff, like, I never watched... Um, I yeah, loved Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, Ron Perlman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom loved that show. And I honestly find it kind of gross, the Beast. Like, the whole that they're in a romantic relationship Sure, thing. now you do, but you were a child at the time. At the t- well, I think even as a kid, I was like, this is weird. Like, is this like... Because he, like, lived in the sewers, too. Right, but he never he never becomes... Those, no. I don't, I don't think he don't, ever becomes, he a, uh, becomes a human. And so, basically, she's in love with this, like, animal. Like, it's like bestiality, man. I mean, man. Hey man, people... 
this we'll was have their finisher. Like, <laughs> it was like two seasons three or three seasons it? apparently. Oh man, I need. I kind of want to see that one again. That was a good. I, I bet it's it was so a good bad. like fantasy kind of. Yeah, yeah. Lived in the sewers. Probably smelled real bad. <laughs> but he was doing, a beast. He was doing good things. I t- he definitely can almost hear like the growl and like the snarling because like when he would. So here fight. again, you can have a man who a woman will fall in love with who, who lives in a fucking sewer and looks, looks like, like an, an animal. animal but we can't have a woman with muscles on her body that is not Linda hamilton's got muscles man. she does one time one movies. time she did right exactly for the terminator movies and if i recall correctly the media fucking hated it oh really i believe they did huh. i believe they were all thinking like oh gosh, she looks like a lesbian now fuck them yeah well hmm. which is interesting because wonder woman is inherently bisexual or a lesbian she comes from only women so let's talk about that are they fucking each other on that island yeah the mascara yeah she even in the comic books fairly recently i think she like presided over a same-sex wedding and said something like where i come from my whole nation is all women it's not a same-sex marriage it's just marriage so how do they and she's had different kind of lesbian encounters over the decades i think how do they procreate um so initially she was actually created out of clay and then they changed the story and it was gods and she was daughter of zeus and stuff so i don't really know i mean comic books they change all the time okay so but if you look at the origins of where wonder woman came from uh, what was his name Mm, the guy who created her i I think you said it earlier i did say it earlier i don't know what it is now starts with an m so he's he was a psychologist and his wife was a psychologist as well. So there's a lot of psychoanalytic theory that I think is, is kind of thrown in there. But he based Wonder Woman largely off of his wife and their life partner. Um, so it was... They William had a, Moulton Marston. Marston, yeah. They had a polyamorous relationship forever. I mean, he died in the late 40s, I think. So is this like a Masters and his, and Johnson situation? And his wife and their other wife essentially continued to live together raising their children together for decades after that too so and they loved each other as well Uh, so i mean you could argue that they were also lesbians bisexual Mm -hmm. sexually fluid whatever and i think creating wonder woman there were a lot of things that went into it again he was a psychologist Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of kind of psychoanalytic stuff Mm -hmm. that went into it too um but yeah he went into it thinking this is a woman who has all these inherently female characteristics he kind of believed that women were better in certain ways which i think is flawed logic also that what do you mean we are better no we're not better we're all people and that's believe to what get you in, want to no here's okay so i'll get into that in just a second because i feel like it's really important in the superhero <laughs> sphere especially but yeah I, I think when he first created wonder woman she was obviously going to if she were to have sex, which she didn't necessarily do in the comic books, mm-hmm. but if she were to have sex, it would be with either men or women, women, because the women that she was based on were women who had sex with him and each other. Okay. So obviously it makes perfect sense. There was also a lot of, like, he was into S&M. There's a lot of mm-hmm. that that's imbued in Wonder Woman as well with her lasso and her bracelets that shackle and, mm-hmm. you know... Um, a lot of of inherently sexual things which i didn't think about any of that that way but I, maybe it's because i just know wonder woman is having a lasso and the, yeah. the gauntlets and everything and i don't think about i don't it know being, about kind of where it came right from yeah or why but just i do think her it makes sense when you look back on it knowing some of that stuff first of all there's a really good movie about this oh. and i can't remember the name of it but it's about 
it's about him and his wife and their partner and him he's he um created the blood pressure cuff that's used in polygraphs so he was actually famous for helping to invent the first polygraph as well and then created wonder woman it's like hold on the i'm looking looking it up something i'm gonna look it up anyway it's a really good movie really interesting story professor marston and the wonder woman yes women yes i haven't watched it but you should it's good i've definitely seen it luke evans got it sold luke evans right (laughs) um yeah so really interesting story and i think you get a lot like a lot about wonder woman makes sense after that too so we're sitting here talking about how for example her armor is ridiculous because it doesn't even protect her own ass you know? i really liked the angel outfit in the end yeah and that the was very protective was very cool right that's yeah. great armor um but then when you think about the fact that she was created in the early 40s by someone who was obviously a very sexual person mm-hmm. And was also trying to make the point that women can be sexual as well. So I think it was important for her to be sexualized in a certain way at that time. Because he was trying to say that you can be strong and independent and brave and a superhero and yet still be a sexy woman. God, I struggle, but I also I feel struggle like, with that so much. Well, here's the thing. It's 2020. It's changed. We should know that now. We shouldn't have to be told right. that. I feel bad about sex like I feel like like it's dirty and wrong and I hate that I feel that way like I want to feel good about it like I want to feel and I should feel good about it right but I struggle with it so hard like I was telling you I watched that movie after we collided and there's just all this kind of fucking and stuff I'm like yes I should be fucking like that all the time that should be what's going on like see I'm the exact opposite in that I don't think it's any of it's dirty. You can embrace it all you want. But mm-hmm. my problem is, why does everything have to be so hypersexualized? Well, Sex is not everything. That, and that that's... movie was just... The, well, no, like, I get that. But I mean, if you're looking at a superhero here again, the fuck does it matter what she looks like? If she's fighting evil, why does it matter if she's pretty or not pretty mm-hmm. or sexy in well, any way? It not, shouldn't because matter. We want to watch. Like, we want to watch Gal. She's pretty and sexy and we want to Who's watch this it. we? That we is being forced on us by the movie makers. Would it be nice to see someone who looks like me doing this stuff? Abso-fucking-lutely. Does the rest Mm -hmm. of the world want to see someone who looks like me doing this stuff? Probably not. That's you saying that? Or that's the movie studios who are hiring people saying that? The machine is saying... You want to look at pretty people do that's stuff. That's what they're saying. Yes. And therefore, and that's what they're giving yes. you. And they're not yes. giving you anything else to see if that's actually true. I guess not. But yeah, but the, I guess that all that's to say, like, I would like to think that, like, I want to feel good about my sexuality and I don't want to feel like it's bad and I feel like that's what yeah. the world is telling me. And that was part of, part of the creation of Wonder Woman was about that too. Yeah. Like you... Mm-hmm. You should be free and uninhibited. And mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman was able to be that way because she was raised by women. And she didn't know anything of the man's world, which puts all of that on women. Which puts that, you know, kind of slut-shaming mentality mm-hmm. on women. Not that women don't do it to each other, but it's put there by the world of man. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know any of that stuff about that guy. So, it's interesting to think about it that way. I, I, do, I was just wondering about... I was thinking about the Amazons and, like, how they procreate and you know, if they're in relationships with each other. And I liked in this movie that they showed us the story of when they were invaded and that one Amazon held all of the men back in that 
angel suit. Oh, who ends up being Linda Carter. Right, yeah. I, lo- I like that at the yeah, end, too, that, that she, she, she was still out in the world. Because I guess when they leave Themyscira, they can't come back. Yeah. And she, She's had some work done. She looked good. She looked real good. Um, so, yeah, I guess I was wondering what a world of only women would look like in in this world. Like, is that even... So, can oh. I address the woman versus man versus just plain person thing real quick? Sure. What really bothers me, what really bothered me about the first Wonder Woman too, mm-hmm. was everybody coming out saying that Wonder Woman is so, um, she, she gives young girls something to look up to, to being, you know, and um, because she's a woman who can do these things. I don't need to, as a girl have a woman who i can look up to to be these things i should be able to i should be able to yes there is like we were just talking about i'd like to see someone a woman with muscles sure Mm -hmm. but when you're talking about superheroes too i hate the fact that there's this dichotomy and there's never like if you say the word superhero you automatically think man yeah there's never male superhero there's only superhero and woman superhero mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah or uh we have superman and supergirl mm-hmm. there's not even a superwoman yeah like there there's this weird dichotomy where you can only be and i think we get it in we get it in action movies too mm-hmm. um that it's a novelty to have a woman who's capable like Linda of, Hamilton and Terminator. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a complete novelty, and anybody who sees her is going to be so taken aback and so impressed because, oh my God, a woman can do these things. When in reality, you should just be thinking it of as a person. A person's doing yeah. these things. So, in the sphere of, I know I'm rambling it goes, a lot. It goes but, the other way too. When a man is a caregiver of children. Oh, oh yeah, look, oh, he's, he's, he's a amazing. good dad. Right. Shocker. So the superhero sphere. The movie that I would say is the most empowering for young women, 100%. I know I've said it to you before, mm-hmm. 100% Black Panther. Black Panther oh, yeah, we, came out around the same time as Wonder Woman. I felt so much more empowered by the portrayal of women in that movie mm-hmm. than I ever did about Wonder Woman. In Wonder Woman, everybody's walking around like, oh, a woman can't do that. Oh, my God, what'd she just do? That woman is so cool. Oh, oh, oh. In Black Panther. Because that's how guys sound. That's exactly how they sound. It was, it was World War One, Leah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but in Black Panther, the entire King's Guard is made up of women. Mm-hmm. Does anybody ever say, like, well, it's they're because, they're, it's because they're strong women. Yeah. Or, yeah, they're pretty good for they're women. Or aren't you so impressed by our women? No. They're just the fucking guards. And it's just how it is. And they go out and they kick ass. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they do that because that's their job. And they're great at it, but we're not pulling back and, you know, having shots of, as you do in most action movies where a woman kicks ass, you don't have some random close-up shot of a man who has a super surprised look on his face. Or like you even did in this movie where, you know, uh, Barbara Minerva attacks the guy who attacked her at first. Yeah. That second time around when she attacks him again and you see him like, oh my god, this woman is capable. Yeah. Nothing like that in Black Panther. Because it's not about the fact that they are strong women. Yeah. And it's, it's their, about the it's fact their that, culture, too. I think it's just yeah. the culture of that place. Well, yeah, I think that's why they were able to get away with yeah. it, so to speak. But to know that, and I, I know you, it's a movie and it's a, you know, it's a comic book, so mm-hmm. you don't actually know that that exists. But in a sense, what that movie was telling us was it, that is a possibility, that that kind of culture is possible. And obviously, for very obvious reasons, we talk about how 
wonderful that is for the black community to have mm-hmm. that concept of, uh, you know, a black king mm-hmm. and and this amazing technologically advanced culture where they're the smartest people and the most evolved people and everything. And, and to just have the black community have that it's, kind of place to look up to. Yeah. But I felt it as a woman, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It would be nice to just have people of different genders and races and sexualities and whatever represented sizes, looks, yeah, what have you represented in. And I do think it, it's the Hollywood machine. Yeah. The stuff you're talking about is 100 percent cultural, and I think that's what. By the way, yeah. the biggest problem I had with Avengers Endgame, I think it was yeah Endgame, in the final battle they have. All of the women, so it's a final battle and like every single superhero who ever, you know, existed is back to fight Thanos, right? And there's this one scene where all of the women gather together and and make their advance. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be this like fucking rallying cry for women, I guess, of like, look at how all the women pull together. They're so strong and wonderful. Mm -hmm. That was so fucking pandering. And it made me want to scream at the screen. How dare you? They're allowed to fight with all the other men because they are actual superheroes. But now you're going to pull them out and you're going to pander to the women and be like, oh, look, women, just so you know, we can we can put all these women together and we can show you and show the world that the women are capable too. Only in this like two minute scene, mm-hmm. first of all. And second of all, we know we have to show you because you wouldn't know otherwise. Otherwise, yeah. Which is ridiculous because, again, it's the same fucking universe that just showed me a couple years ago in Black Panther <laughs> that you don't have to do that shit. So is that because the men running the sh- it's men running the show and they feel like they have to do that? Like, I just... would say if it's not that, then it's highly coincidental so that it's typically of... men running the show who do that. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm like. When I say running the show, the men making the stuff. The right. men making the movies, the men writing the stories, that they feel like they need to put this kind of stuff in there to be like, look, we did this thing. We, we included you. Mm-hmm. There you go. And I think part of it is also, you know, if you're a man and you're writing a movie about a strong woman, I imagine, I imagine, as a man, you're probably having the thought that I, as a man, would be really impressed by this woman. And therefore, you would put mm-hmm. it in. Yeah. So From I mean, your I, perspective only, not, exactly. not having empathy with women. Right. And that's not even necessarily it. an attack on anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. That's If that's your perspective, I understand why you put it in. I wish that there were the other perspective more often than not, though. The mm-hmm. other perspective being that y- you may be impressed by this person's skill. You may be impressed by this person's abilities. But you shouldn't be impressed that this person... It's like if you saw uh, a black man argue a case before the supreme court and you were to say wow that man is really smart for a black man i know which right? is so fucking offensive it's the, he speaks so well he's so well spoken exactly yeah it's so fucking offensive and i feel like that's the exact same thing that we're given with women in mm-hmm. action movies where oh my god she's so strong and capable yeah, and she's a for woman. a woman yeah for a woman or and she's a woman yeah Can you believe it exactly yeah i guess i I, I haven't seen Black Panther, so I can't say, but yeah, I haven't thought that much about it. But I, I, I think you're right. I agree with you. Mm. Um, and I don't know how to break through that. I think we're doing it. We're figuring it out as we go. I mean, like I said, it was in Black Panther. It's happening. But. So at least that instance. And I do think you see it periodically. Um, I Probably more so in TV shows, too. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm thinking of like the 100 with um, Clark is the female kind of 
the lady lead. She's in mm-hmm. charge. She's the main character. And you kind of see her, like, she's just doing everything. And I don't think we ever talk about the fact that she's... I mean, maybe it comes like, up, but I feel like she's just always in charge. Homeland? I haven't watched enough Homeland to be um, able to... But you're talking about the Claire Danes. Yeah, and and to be fair, I think I would probably only really talk about the first season because the other seasons are kind of like, meh. Oh, but okay. even in the first season... So, coming back to having a flawed character, she mm-hmm. is a very flawed character. Right. But her flaws do not exist because she is a woman. It mm-hmm. is not, you know, that she is it's a woman that she is having issues with her career. Mm-hmm. It's because she's bipolar. It's because she's right. impetuous and impulsive. It's because yeah. she's stubborn, what have you. Um, but there aren't times where people are saying, like, she shouldn't be doing this or she's so amazing for doing this because she's a woman. She just is a woman who is good at her job but also has these other issues going on. Yeah. I guess I guess I will say I still think a lot of times when you have women in roles like that where they're in charge – there's still that little bit of like, man, she's a real bitch or she's bossy. Oh, yeah. I and I I think there's a little bit of that in the 100. Now that I'm thinking about it. it's mm-hmm. been a long time since and I haven't seen the more recent seasons, but there definitely was some of that. But she like she kind of had to be a bitch to be in charge. But I would hate that we're of course you have to be a bitch to be in charge. That but way, if you're a man, you have to be a bitch just, to be in charge. Too. Right, right. And so you're just not called a bitch. Right. I still and we've talked about this before. It's such a struggle for me at work that I feel like I have to be caring and kind and i can't be seen as someone you have to fucking smile right like that i that i can't just that i have to laugh things off instead of saying you know being more straight shooter um and that's something i'm working on like i Mm -hmm. think i can be a straight shooter and still have people's respect sure um but it's hard it's a hard thing um so yeah i I guess after all of that i really don't want to talk about what a society i'm sorry I'll tell you why. I just felt like I kind of, I meant to work that in with no, all no, no. of the, the female stuff we had at the beginning and then I kind of forgot about it and it's I came important. back and I was and rambling. I'm, I'm glad I we talked about it. Um, a society of women though. It uh, sounds gross to me. Clearly like, it would look beautiful because every single fucking one of those, the, <laughs> the Amazons are beautiful women. Yeah. I was just thinking, would I want to live in a society of only women? And I guess if it's all you ever know, like if it's just what you grow up in, it doesn't matter. But... Um, I don't like the idea that, the because I don't believe it's true that women are better than men any more than I believe that men are better than women. They are simply different. And I feel like idealizing a society of women is just as bad as idealizing a society of all men. And I wouldn't want to live that way, just in the same way that I wouldn't, like I was saying, I feel like Diana is so perfect. And if she's perfect, why the fuck do I even care about this character? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's that idea that a society of all women would be perfect too. Then why would I want to live there? That just yeah. sounds yeah. boring and like I can't identify with it. And and like, and I think people who do have a issue with being perfectionists have this problem as well. You mm-hmm. know, if you ever do have something that you notice about yourself that is not quite perfect, which of course we all have because we're all human, mm-hmm. you're going to automatically feel bad about yourself mm-hmm. because you're living in a society of supposedly perfect women. Yeah, I think it looks like that, but I th- we know, like we see her cheat. We know that they're sure. not all perfect, sure. right? They're they're figuring things out just the same way that we are. It's just, you see so little of them, um, the, the Amazons, I guess, that you don't kind of... That's interesting. I just realized she did cheat, so she did have a character flaw when she was 12. <laughs> When she was 12. Luckily, she got past that pretty quickly. When you're half a god, I mean. But the, aren't the gods full of flaws? Like, the gods were always kind uh, of... The Greek gods, yeah. Yeah, were always very human-like in that they had all of these things that they did that were bad and yeah. whatever. They were kind of dicks. They were Kind of Old Testament, Yahweh kind of god. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about Wonder Woman was just... Like, uh, I watched Mallrats the other day and... 
Brody, of course, is in love with comics and meets Stanley in that movie, but he's at one point having a discussion with his friend T.S. about whether Superman could get Wonder Woman pregnant and if she could carry his baby to term. If any woman could, she could. Right, but there, it just is this whole thing of like, you know, is her womb strong enough? And like, you know, and then the this joke that I heard a long time ago, it's uh, the invisible man is fucking Wonder Woman. In like, the jet? No, like up against like a, a building or something, he's fucking Wonder Woman. And uh, like Batman sees them, but he just sees Wonder Woman standing there. And so he flies in and like fucks her and then the invisible man's like wow my ass is really killing me like because the invisible man was fucking wonder woman and then like batman was fucking invisible man in the ass i just really just ruined that joke but yeah it did not tell it just so you know here's what i heard from that joke wonder woman just got raped by two other male superheroes (laughs) well the invisible man got raped by superman yeah but superman i thought you said it was batman well whoever sorry it was superman whichever man Whichever man <laughs> decided to just randomly just fuck Wonder Woman because her. she's standing there. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, I was thinking about Wonder Woman at, in that pantheon of superheroes. And is she the butt of the joke? Is she not taken as seriously as the other superheroes? She is one of the founding members of the Justice League. And do you know what her role at Justice League was? Did she get the coffee? She was the secretary. There you go. It was a different time. It was. It was that. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure some of it was kind of pandering to the public of yeah. they're not going to. I mean, I said that, you know, it, I understand why she was written a certain way in the 40s. I do think it needs to be. And I think it has. I don't read the comics particularly anyway. often. I think they have been amended in some ways to kind of, they usually are, to come up to um, modern times. I think comics are usually kind of, on the leading edge of that, actually, in a lot of ways, which is great. Um, but the movie, <laughs> the movies, I think, might be lacking in in bringing Wonder Woman up to the current era. So I'm trying to see if I have any burning questions for you. I guess you, you would, right? You usually do. Do you think Wonder Woman could carry Superman's baby to term? Yeah, I think she could. <laughs> If any, like I said, if anybody could, it'd be her. I think Brody had something about, like, if she got a sun dan- tan, the because Superman is charged by the power of the sun, so if she got a sun, sun tan, the baby would just, like, punch through her belly. I don't think it would, though. I think she could definitely, because she is about on par with Superman in terms of, okay. of strength and vitality. I think she could handle it. And arguably, a fetus would still be, you know, weaker than, like, the full-grown Superman. Superman. It's true. Have you ever dined alone? Um, it's a weird year to ask that question. <laughs> I dine alone all the time. It's no, I, I mean, I like was just out, thinking, you know, out. I probably have, but it was interesting watching that scene. I feel like when I watched that scene, I thought about her. This stunning gorgeous woman dining Mm -hmm. alone and how if i walked past because she was sitting outside if i walk past her and see her dining alone my first thought would probably be well she can get away with that (laughs) and and this is like a a, you know a self-esteem issue i guess for me but if i were to dine alone i would assume that everyone who saw that would be thinking oh isn't that sad she's all alone she can't even get a date whereas i think if you saw gal gadot dining alone you would think oh well that's nice that she's taking some time for herself 
fucking double standards even in my own head <laughs> the waiter taking away the other menu and the glass and the plate and everything yeah. that's always just really brutal um, i know i honestly i wanted her to just put her hand out and be like you can cool. leave it you can leave it right um but yeah i i think i have it's been very few times and usually it's like sitting at the bar and like eating and having yeah. a drink by myself i haven't i'm not i'm not one to enjoy doing that i'm more of a couch person anyway that's like exactly. i can do things inside my own home i'm pretty i'm pretty happy yeah i'm so much of an introvert i would like to take all of my meals mm-hmm. at home <laughs> preferably so um the when they're at the party and it's really loud and maxwell lord is oh my God. talking to chris wig's character when he says that perfect line what does it say can we go somewhere yes yes <laughs> can we go and somewhere i was like quiet? can we go somewhere else and i was like has That's anybody such a fucking... ever asked me to do that? Is that a thing that people still do? That they want to get away from the crowd so they can be alone? That's such a line, though. Isn't like, it? <laughs> can we go somewhere more, a little more quiet and Yeah, talk? can That's we go somewhere such more a private? Fucking that, line. Is that just code for, like, let's go fuck? Yes. Okay. Well, now I, mean, I, now I know and I'm glad. Make out at the very least. Okay. Some heavy petting. Yeah, they only really did get to make out and he was looking for that stone. Yeah. And then he found it. The citrine. Um... What does, does Steve's dad's watch do something special? Like, it started working again when he came back to life. Yeah, I saw that, and I kind of thought that, too, of, like, is that just, is that just your way of telling us that happened? Like, I didn't, he, I didn't think it was special. In the know. first movie. Wasn't there something about. There's something about the watch, because I think in the first movie, he says, like, it tells him what he's supposed yeah, to do Yeah, didn't or they, something? like, go to London at a clock? shop or something I like that i don't know i don't understand i didn't understand i was just like, like i said that movie was like 18 hours long so i can't remember all of it um so what was i i have one yeah what is it do you think that nike is an official sponsor of this movie <laughs> as much as i love i love the fashion show and he's like what about the shoes and she's like we can keep the shoes i was super excited about that just because it was a cute moment but they were nike and then later barbara minerva all of a sudden is kicking this guy's ass barbara in her minerva. nike shoes like yeah they Com- were really popular. Those, those shoes were really popular back in. Dude, I the, love my Nikes. With the swoosh and I'm everything. I'm not going to lie. I, I they love They had a them. particular look to them. They actually fit my feet really well, too. Like, I've tried all different kinds of tennis shoes, and Nike fit my feet best. Those really high arches, I don't know how, but they work. Um, so why the fuck are women in movies always sleeping in their makeup? I just am so sick of this. I know. It really bothers me. And, and I think, Diana, maybe it's a special case because she's wonder woman and she's an amazon so maybe it's just maybe she's just she always looks that good but and then when she starts which i guess maybe that's one of her powers is to look that good but when she started to lose her powers she's you could tell she wasn't feeling great not just because she had a little bit of blood on her but because mm-hmm. the eyeliner was kind of runny went and, away yeah. yeah so her powers are going away and that includes that yeah. she can't walk in heels and her makeup runs right she turns into got me. it got it i think that's it Uh, how about this one um at the end couldn't she have just wished for none of the wishes that he granted to have been granted like couldn't she have just well she already had her wish though but she reneged on it she did but he so she got another granting the wishes yeah i know but she got so the stone has to grant whatever wish you say do you think the stone would have been like okay crazy wannabe oil man i'll just become you i think because he he became the stone because he ended up giving Cheetah two wishes. Yeah, to be nice. But for her, if she gave up her first wish, she should still be entitled to a new one. So she should have been able to wish for that. And the stone would have to grant her that wish. Just in the same way as, like, he told his kid not to waste your wish. But then the kid 
said that he, he wished for it anyway. Did he say, I, wanted, I want you to have all the greatness? I wish yeah, for you to have the greatness. Like or, some, or I wish for you to be good. I didn't catch what For you, you to be the greatest or asking. something like that, yeah. All right. So the number for Maxwell Lord's company is 1-800-111-4000. And I'm going to dial it. Oh, okay. Because I was curious if it was actually going to be a thing. 1-800-111-4000. If this takes me to porn, I'm going to be upset. No. It's nothing. Your call cannot but here's be the thing. I can understand why they would cut that off, that number. I mean, once all of the wishes went back to the way they were, he was basically bankrupt. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes sense that the offices would be shut down. I think he finds his way back. So, last question. Will Wonder Woman ever find love again? Yeah, I imagine. It's been 60 years, and then she brought Steve back from the dead, and... Yeah, but then she was talking to the guy at the end, and smiling, and, like, seeing that the world is full of possibilities. Saying some bullshit, like, all the things. That ending was stupid. Yeah. It oh. sh- they, we didn't need that ending. And I I think it was originally supposed to air around Christmas time 2019. So, because I was like, oh, they must have just tacked that on because they released it on Christmas Day. But I think it was it was always in there. But I think it was supposed to, yeah. Because yeah, I think there was think something, was I think it was out. supposed to come out around Star Wars time. And yeah, so and then they moved it, it because to Star Wars, they want to compete with Star Wars. But it's it's definitely, I mean, I'm glad they finally got to release it. And it sucks all the movies that weren't released this year because, yeah. and postponed because of the, the pandemic. But, yeah. And one of those movies is the Black Widow movie. So we'll see if oh, that, that's right. we'll see how that portrays women in terms of action heroes you know oh that'll be interesting i'm yeah i am kind of curious i don't know i don't know when i'm gonna be able to go to a movie theater again it'll be a while i'm sure i'm really hopeful things are back to normal by like june or july back to normal back to normal as in like i have to wear a mask but it's safer to go out that's Mm -hmm. what i mean by normal because I would sit in a movie theater and wear a mask, but I'm not going to do it right now because there's COVID everywhere. You know what, though? I remember the Oprah Winfrey episode, the Oprah episode back in, it must have been in the 90s. And they went around and like swabbed places all over the place, like the oh, subway I rem- yeah, and whatever. I remember that. And they swabbed movie theater seats and found just them covered in fecal bacteria. Yep. And ever since then, it hasn't kept me from going to the movies, but it has always kept me from being really comfortable there (laughs) so yeah if you add into that uh, a plague i'm definitely going to be super uncomfortable in the theater Hmm. Hmm. i also don't understand so at the very end she says she's talking to everyone else using the lasso but the lasso is really just supposed to get people to tell the truth I think... So I don't understand. Was she talking through him? I think she was talking through him. So she got the lasso around his... Somehow right, right. snuck it around, it around his him. ankle. And he was projecting out into the world. So she was able to do it. But I don't... The lasso seems like it's a catch-all. Yeah. It like, helps it her fly. It helps her swing through the air. I get that because, you know, it's a lasso. Mm-hmm. It lets people... But as far it, as its powers... It let him see his past. It let him see the truth of his past and the yeah, truth of... I feel like that's bullshit. I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. not. I really liked the the idea of being a being a good person but being a superhero and the truth being a part of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Truth. The truth is what matters. The real truth. I thought that was really wonderful. The end was really sappy with uh not the end, the Christmas end. That was definitely really sappy, but I think to the end with her and uh Maxwell Lord 
you know, that whole broadcast out into the world and everybody taking their wishes back. And yeah. That, to me, also, again, felt very comic. But it kind of reminded me of, like, the X-Men movies, the oh, earlier yes, X-Men movies. Yes, where for sure. There's definitely, like, it, there's a human feel to it, mm-hmm. but it's also very much a comic book. Oh, yeah. Like, it just, it's a different kind of reality, you know. I do think the world really went to shit really fast <laughs> right um that guy was like but my cows I for a farm and they, they, why would they put it here but i guess the other thought like i can definitely see how that can happen the, the other thought i had is there are going to be so many wishes that would be against each yeah, other right and i'd be really curious what happened when that happened i think I'm whoever just, gets there first i, I guess i think I, you just get you got to get there first but man. with everybody in the whole world making wishes too some of them are going to inevitably That's be true. back There's to like be... you know simultaneous right so do they just cancel each other out do they both get granted and then deal with the consequences later did it does it break the stone <laughs> if somebody if a stranger showed up to you mm. and started telling you stuff that was stuff that only like your I don't know somebody you love who had died would know would you believe it was that person she believed that shit real fucking fast well she started to see him I, I wondered if she saw him because like, she wanted to lasso, believe or, or if, maybe the lasso helped her see him well it wasn't the lasso because she was just talking to him wasn't she or did she use she the was lasso just talking to him but I assume that she is sort of like has a similar I don't know yeah like I, don't I was know how her shit works I was wondering if that was just part of her kind of power so to speak that she mm-hmm. could that she could see just see him, him. Yeah. I, I um, liked when he was looking in the mirror and, like, making the faces. Yeah. Chris Pine was so fun to watch. He's so cute. Oh, he's just wonderful. I watched Just My Luck. I've seen it before. It's a Lindsay Lohan flick with Chris Pine where she has – she's just charmed. She lives this charmed life and has all this luck, and he is, like, a loser who has zero luck, and somehow they kiss, and he gets her luck, mm. and then she's out of luck. And then his life starts to get better and her life is terrible. It's really stupid, but he's in it, so. I love that that's like one of your go-to Chris Pine movies. And I'm like, <laughs> he first of all, he was great in the Star Trek movies. And oh, I, I did love him. Yeah, yes. I really love those. But I'm also Kiefer. thinking, man, he was so great in Hell or High Water. I liked him in The Outlaw King. I and, thought he was a lot of fun. Um, With Florence Pugh as his young wife. Yeah, I had. That was fun. Overall, I, I thought that movie was okay. I mean, I'm not going to watch it again, but right. I remember it. It's like not forgettable. Yeah, like I thought it was okay. That was about, you know. It. I but I do it. think it's great that he's, he he is so funny. Like he has such a great kind of personality. You know, like we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. last week mm-hmm. and how so much of, of Robert Downey Jr. is just imbued in his characters too. And you know it's just because of his personality and the way he speaks and the way he is and I feel like you get some of that with Chris Pine too um but he's also I do think he's a really good dramatic actor I thought he was great in Hell or High Water I thought he was really good in the Black Dahlia TV series which wasn't called Black Dahlia but it was kind of based on the Black Dahlia murders um it's a couple years ago this means war I love this means war it's a shitty movie I'm not gonna lie but it's got two really charming fun dudes sexy dudes in it <laughs> so yeah he was in a pandemic movie called carriers that was released the same year as the first star trek movie i do not remember that I've, at all i think i have that dvd um you trying would. to think what i have seen him in like what i would have first seen him in he was in the princess diaries i think the princess Royal diaries engagement yeah i think that was probably the first one for me i bet it was and for me maybe carriers 
Because it looks like before that he just did a bunch of TV stuff. Z for Zachariah was good. Oh my god, he was so good in Into the Woods. Z for Zachariah was one of my favorite novels when I was in high school. Oh really? Yeah. Did I you loved see it. the movie? Um, I don't think I. It really depresses me, and I tried to watch it, and I was like, I can't watch this. Like, oh yeah, I'm, no, it's super. Depressing. I'm off of depressing shit right now. Like Teen okay. Mom showed up on Netflix, and I turned oh, I it on. I saw that, but you know what? It's only like the first two seasons. I know they did the same thing with the challenge. So I turned oh, on shit. it's Teen Mom two. I turned it on, and I was like, because I know what happens to these women, I cannot watch this right now. It's too fucking depressing. Watching Janelle talk to her mother. And, and like, be like, I'm a good mom. I'm his mom. And then, like, about Jace and then, like, and leave to go hang out up. with her friends. <sighs> and Well, and this, the very first episode is where she comes home after being out and, and her mom basically says, like, I'm going to call the cops on you. And her mom calls the cops on her and she has to move out. Like, and, and that's when her mom goes after custody of Jace. It's just so sad and depressing. Like, it really goodness. is. Yeah. Um, There's, like, one, two, maybe, women who've turned I out. I think Chelsea and Leah are, yeah. are... Chelsea's the one that comes to mind. I think Leah went through some struggles, but is She's gotten a lot. She's done, she's done some good stuff, yeah. And I, even watching her here, watching them both in this first episode, you see that they want to be good moms, but they're still trying to live. Like, Chelsea goes on a date, and the guy's, like, a total asshole, and she's just like man, this is just making me realize it's going to be really hard to be a mom and date. And I think it's just because it just takes all the fun out of dating because you're probably just thinking, like, is this going to be mm-hmm. guy going to be a good partner for well, my kid? And or, not to or mention the fact that she had a really shitty oh, God, Adam, baby daddy, too. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, so she, I think, I think she had talked about that before. I love that we're talking about fucking teen mom now. <laughs> but I think she had talked about that before, too, that that was kind of her type, like, you know, the bad boy mm-hmm. type. But yeah. to then know where you ended up with that particular bad boy. And, yeah, like you said, knowing that you need somebody who – I'm not saying you have to take care of my kid. That's mm-hmm. my responsibility. But you need to be good around my kid. That gives it a whole new – I thought it was really interesting, too, because she, Aubrey is seven months old. Her dad got her a house that her and a friend can live in. He's going to pay the rent, but she still has to study. She's graduated high school. And this guy calls her and asks her on a date. And I'm like, you mean to tell me some teenage boy wants to ha- go on a date with a person who has it's a seven-month-old baby? Weird, right? And then I was like, I bet he's doing it because he wants to be on the show. And yeah. then they're on the date, and he's, like, watching the TV, watching the game. And she was like, are we going to talk or are you just going to be watching this? So she called him out on a shit, and I was That's like, good. yes, good girl. And, yeah. It ended. It was over. But I was, yeah, I had it on and I was just like, maybe I can. And I was like, nope, nope, can't watch it. Can't watch it. It's too sad. And, uh, yeah, on that note, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, I'd say worth the watch. Pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. I, I, I have some issues, but that's, you know, we, we talked those out. <laughs> I would not have watched it if not for this. Like, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have. But that's because I didn't really care for the first movie. And yeah. having watched it, I think there are some, like, I think Pedro Pascal, his character and his performance were very good. And I think it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. Way too fucking long. Mm. If it for wasn't sure. on HBO and I didn't have HBO, I would definitely not have watched it. Um, so, yeah. It, you know, I I think a lot of people are just trashing it. Oh, really? What are people? I I never read reviews from people because I don't trust them. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think people were really, really disappointed. I think there's a lot to be said, too, for the fact that it wasn't released in theaters. And I some people are like, this kind of shit's meant to be seen in the theater so you can be overwhelmed by the fun action. Um, but I mean, I get that. I guess here again, and this is me. Some people want to go to an action movie. Look, 
We know some people want to go to the action movie just simply to be impressed by the action scenes. If that weren't the case, we wouldn't have 27 different Mm -hmm. Fast and Furious movies. Because the first one was a pretty decent movie. And then almost everyone after that was just about stupid fucking car chases. But for me, as much as I like the action, if the movie can't hold up outside of that, then why are you wasting your money on it anyway? It's got 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is 74%. So, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd probably put it around a 70%. And anything above 50 to me is worth a watch. Like you're not going to waste your time with it if it's over if it's over that. The critics consensus is that a movie the movie struggles with sequel overload but still offers enough vibrant escapism to satisfy fans of the franchise and its classic central character. I think that's and pretty I agree fair. With that assessment. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it was wise to place it in the 80s because there's a lot of the fun, yeah. I think, kind of comes from that too. And seeing the little kitschy mm-hmm. things. Like, even with Pedro Pascal's character, like you said, he's he's great and his character has arguably, yeah, a much better arc for sure. But it's also fun to just see in him the feel of the 1980s mm-hmm. in yeah. the U.S. in particular. You know, and the gimme, gimme, gimme. The fun parts of watching Chris Pine's character, like, be exposed to all of it and yeah like he sees the trash can and thinks that it's art fashion like i'm sorry Kristen wig the 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 look that she get the fucking thigh high boots i want those immediately right now when i saw that i was like oh it's Lindsay. like yeah i know (laughs) the the hair i do think it's hilarious that she decided to get hair extensions Mm -hmm. while all this shit's going down but uh i think it's fun that i always think it's fun when you can showcase wild hair (laughs) because it feels like it's so frowned upon nowadays like your hair must be under control ladies but you know what sometimes it doesn't need to be under control and it's still pretty and you can have like crazy curls and waves and yeah even some frizz for those of us who might have some damaged hair because maybe in quarantine they bleached it a few too many times or just curls but or yeah you with your curls like whatever you got going on sometimes you should just let it go fly free Mm -hmm. and i feel like we haven't been allowed to do that since like 1992 so I, I feel like it's gotten better for me. Like, just accepting that this is what my hair does and I'm just going to let it do that. I think curly hair, too, has gotten to be more accepted. It's if in and out. If your hair... In the 90s, everybody wanted super straight hair. Yeah. And then for a while, it was curly. Like, in this decade, or maybe in the 2010s... But still nobody accepts frizz. And I get that, because frizz looks bad. I right. understand. But sometimes you can't fight the frizz. Right. The and last, I should still be allowed to be pretty. The last couple of years it's like beach waves. Like have your hair like in long, loose, beachy Which waves. Which I love. Or curls. But, but they're very like it's impossible pretty to and do. specific. And yeah. I, you know, they're not messy. I've had like five days in my life with perfect beach waves. I know, right? <laughs> I still remember those days. <laughs> okay. Mardi Gras, the one year we all went and it was like Kristen and you and me and we were like at Melissa's house that year, my that day, I had the best. I fucking rocked my hair so hard that day. And I remember, like, the pictures. It looked good. Wow. I got a lot of compliments, and I will never forget that day. It was, Great. like, the perfect hair day. And I was out in public, and we took a lot of pictures so that it's, like, memorized. That's amazing. <laughs> That's that really is, important. That is amazing. Yeah. I feel like one of my best hair days uh, was Melissa's wedding. There you go. And thank goodness there are, yeah, lots there's of, photographic lots of evidence. Lots photos to, to keep that up. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, on this very special episode. We hope that if you have watched the movie WW84, you appreciated it. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. Bye-bye. The Movie Virgins. Hey, people. This is Leah. Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year's Eve. Whenever you're listening, may it be a good 2021. Very excited to see it. Hopeful. I hope you all are too. Um, We hope you enjoyed that episode on Wonder Woman. And we have one more episode before we hit 50, which is kind of a, a mile marker for us. It's kind of a big deal. We're pretty excited about it. So hope you stick around for that one. We've got something special planned. At least it's special for us. We're excited about it. So... Um, it's, you know, it's been a heck of a year. If you've stuck around this entire time, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, all one of you or two of you or three of you. I don't know how many there are of you, but I know that you're a tiny group. Um, and whoever you are, we really appreciate you so much. So we hope you have a wonderful new year and we wish everyone the best in 2021. And, uh, we'll see you on the other side. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by our queen, Melissa Powers.